As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson. And joining us today once again from Florida Hockey Now, Uncle George, George Richards. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, fellows? Doing great. Doing? Thank you Enjoy. for giving us some of your time tonight. Uh, very important news uh, from Sunday. Uh, the ninth generation of Pokemon came out, and I asked you uh, who you were going to start with in Pokemon Legends Arceus last time you came on. Yes, uh, you so did. So I want to follow up with, uh, with that. Uh, so in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the starters are Quaxley, Fuecoco, and Sprigatito. Who are you starting with, George? Well, Fuecoco, of course. I mean, it, it's, you know, close to El Fuego and, you know, everybody likes coconut. And I don't know about hot coconut, which would be El Fuego coconut, but yeah, whatever, whatever that was. Yeah, I'll All go right. with that one. You yeah. heard it here first. George will be starting with the fire type coconut crocodile pepper Fuecoco. Love it. I got to say, it's a George. strong choice. It is a strong Thank choice. You. Always good to start <laughs> with fire. Uh, so if speaking of some fire... fire uh, some hot takes. What a great transition. Thank you. Uh, the Florida Panthers are uh, are coming off a, a little bit of a three-game losing streak at home. Uh, very uncharacteristic of this team. Uh, they've been absolutely dominant at home. I think they've only lost, what, three games prior to this losing streak uh, yeah. at home. And, I mean, their road record is starting to come around, too. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to give TJ credit for saying that both of their their home and away records will regress to the mean at some point. Uh, but, uh, how's the team feeling right now, George, after, after that little skid at home? seems like they're doing okay. I mean, you know, they, they know that there are, um, things that they can fix. There are, there are things that, that can be done better. I think if you look at each individual game, um, you could say the Panthers, uh, had an opportunity to, to take control of all three of those games, Nashville, they're up three to one. They give up those two quick goals, um, I think they were up four, three in that game. Um, and then they start chasing things. You look at Columbus, um, you know, Columbus really did a great job on Florida defensively, really uh, shut them down in the middle, clogged things up a lot. were physical with the Panthers and uh, Jonas Johansson could not buy a save. Then you look at Saturday's game, um, you know, Florida's up two one, you know, they give up a couple here and there. Um, you know, they had the opportunity, you know, in that one as well. So it's not like they played terrible. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, they're tired. No, it's not nothing like that. Things happen. Um, and, and perhaps this is the kick in the pants this team needs because they obviously uh, played a fantastic three game road trip uh, with yeah. Carolina, Minnesota, and Chicago. And then they come back 
Um, you know, they lose a tough one to Nashville and then they lose a weird one to Colorado Columbus and, 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 you know, Saturday was Saturday. So, um, we'll see what happens. They've got an Ottawa team that's extremely beatable on Thursday. So, um, you know, I think the, the losing streak ends and, and, you know, who knows, they had four days off and, yeah. you know, that, that could be good for a team as well. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fair to say that the goaltending across the last three games was inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, you talked about Johansson not being able to buy a save. Bobrovsky also uh, had some trouble making saves of his own against Nashville and against Edmonton, a couple of goals here or there that he probably would want back. And uh, with Johansson having to get a spot start with Bob having started four games in less than a week prior to that, everybody is now honing in on the status of Spencer Knight. So I was wondering what your sense of what they're going to do about the goaltending position in the near future. Do you think that Knight is going to be sticking around in Charlotte for a little bit longer? He is playing tonight and uh, playing well right now, actually. Or do you think that uh, they just will get Bob a little bit of extra rest and continue to give him the majority of the workload? I, I, you know, then this is just my guess. I I would think we see Spencer Knight back for the back-to-back. They've got Buffalo and Pittsburgh coming up after this two-game stand here at home. Um, I I, I don't, but I don't know. I mean, the Panthers are in, we're in such weird, territory here with the Panthers um, that they are not fighting for a playoff spot that they uh, they've got a little room perhaps the roster spot that Spencer Knight has created is worth throwing Jonas Johansson back out there again maybe they see something that, that the rest of us don't I mean you say you got a spot start he hadn't started in two months I mean um, he had ample opportunities to play and the Panthers didn't play him so uh, I, I don't know what the deal is there they won't say anything publicly obviously um but I, I would not be surprised if spencer knight is back for that back-to-back uh, i think it's in pittsburgh um or or the team says listen we really need this roster spot we don't want to waive johansson we might need him for depth so instead we'll just keep him and uh, throw him out there and give him another a second start maybe they feel that the thursday's game against columbus was a fluke i don't know um very well could be i mean i mean maybe you know We'll see. So anyway, that's that. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the Panthers aren't fighting for a playoff spot. Yes, they're quote unquote fighting for the division and a president's trophy. The division probably matters way more than the president's trophy. Just you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be facing Toronto or Tampa in round one. But the Panthers can afford to just kind of throw away a throw away a night with Johansson and Net because they have this roster crunch of players where someone's got to get waived to go down and it's all other than Johansson. It's probably all players who are going to get claimed. So I think you can, you can send Mammon down that creates the spot for the new defenseman. Um, And then what, because, you know, well, if Johansson plays that badly again, he'll probably pass through waivers. I agree with that because there were 15 (laughs) scouts there that saw, saw, saw what we saw Thursday night. So yeah, I mean, Johansson might pass through no doubt about that. So speaking of, you just mentioned the new defenseman. I wanted to ask you quickly about Pateri Lindbaum. Have you had a chance to talk to him yet? What do you know about him? What can you tell us? Finnish defenseman, he's played internationally with Barkov. Uh, what else do you know, George? We have not talked to him. Um, you know, he's, he's got a little bit of NHL experience, a little bit of uh, North American experience, played you know, in the St. Louis Blues organization before going to Switzerland. And then this past season, he was with uh, Jokerit. Um, you know, 
as a five, six guy, you know, it sounds like he could be a solid addition uh, from, from what people are saying. He's better than what Florida's got right now at, at, the, at the six, seven spot. Um, and that would be uh, Ulevi and, and Carlson. Um, so, you know, the Panthers are, you know, he's an experienced player. I mean, he's, he's, he's seen, you know, seen a lot of games, not at the NHL level, obviously. I think he's only got 40, but yeah. uh, he's 28 years old. Um, uh, Anton Lundell had a lot of good things to say about him today. And uh, we have not spoken to him because I believe he's probably still in Finland. Uh, the, the contract just became official yesterday. Um, so that means he's got to get a work visa. So I don't even th- I don't know if he can even travel here without that. With you know, I guess he could. I guess he could travel here without the papers. Um, but he but he can't do anything with the Panthers until he has that visa. OK. And, and, uh, and, then those, is- and those take time. You know, yeah, we've seen right. it. Connect, you know, but you know, the, you know, the, the the Panthers can kind of fast track some stuff. It's not like he's Joe Blow on the street trying to get one. The, the NHL work, but but those usually take a week. Now, is the plan to keep him at the NHL level and you know use him as number six, number seven, or is it is he maybe going to get waived again and sent to Charlotte? Um, the plan is he's going to report to the Panthers. Uh, I don't think he would have signed with the Panthers if they told mm-hmm. him that he was going to Charlotte. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see, but you know, they'll have to make a roster move unless somebody gets hurt between now and then, you know, I, I think they want to see him. They want to see what he's got. You know, the Panthers have a lot of scouts in Europe. They saw him in the Olympics. They saw him with Yo Carrot. So, you know, they feel pretty confident. He's going to be able to step in here and contribute. Yeah. Never doubt Kekalainen. That's uh that's, right. That's the rule of Panthers European scouting. I want to dispute one thing that you said, which is that he probably wouldn't have signed if he was told that he was going to be going to the AHL. I think that there's a lot of reason to be concerned about, you know, playing in the KHL at this current time for a non-Russian, especially because, you know, there's obviously so many issues going on there. Well, they're right. out of the KHL. Yeah, so they're, that wouldn't even, yeah, so yeah, wouldn't even be an go. option. So I, it wouldn't necessarily be surprising for him to sign, in my opinion, knowing that he was going to play in the AHL other than if there were injuries, you know, that would allow him to get called up. He got a one-way deal, so the Panthers are giving him, you mm-hmm. know, the pro-rated 750. So, you know, it's a nice little payday for him, you know, yeah. but we'll, we'll see. But but listen, I, I, I know how the Panthers work. The, the Panthers – probably told him you're coming to play in the NHL. Um, and unless he's just horrible, that's, that's the plan. Now, I, I would also imagine that uh, the Panthers are probably still looking for a top four defenseman to trade for uh, before the deadline though. Right, George? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think that that this changes anything. This is not the, this is not the Panthers <laughs> not, trade yeah. deadline acquisition, <laughs> um, but you know, they feel like they can have some depth here. Uh, maybe they can move some things around. They've got they've got to clear some money off uh, before the trade deadline. They're right up up, up against the cap now. Uh, that the Achari is off LTIR. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else is coming. You know, uh, Nudie is staying on LTIR, so that's not a worry um, there. But still, if you look at the Panthers' cap cap situation, if they're going to do anything, they've got to move some cash. And you know, and let's talk about that before we talk about other teams. Uh, Elliot Freeman mentioned Achari as someone to keep an eye on in his 32 thoughts recently. Uh, Vetrano's name has been out there a lot. Tippett's name, while he's not against the cap right now, he's a name on there. What, you know, names that people know that aren't just prospects 
are the Panthers looking to maybe move well, in between now and the deadline? You know, I, I, I would think I agree with you. I mean, I mean, those are, those are the, the main guys, right? Florida's UFAs, but um, it, it depends what, what, you know, what a team is looking for. I, I think you have to look at Achari. Um, this is his final year, his contract, uh, Frank Vetrano, obviously, um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I think it'll be a lot of the prospects that get moved. Uh, the Panthers don't, you know, they have some draft picks they can move. They don't have this year's first or second that yeah. they can move. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Bill Zito uh, uh, the conjures up because, again, the Panthers do have a money crunch, a uh, cap crunch, and to do anything, they're going to have to get rid of something other than $750,000 a cap. Yeah, I mean, my theory is, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, George, for – the guys like Vetrano, Achari, and Mammon, you use them as self-rentals unless someone's offering you a pick or a prospect that you can pretty much immediately flip to, to get a upgrade to the roster because the reality is, in my opinion, someone like Achari and Vetrano as your 12th or 13th and 14th forwards in the playoffs are more valuable than a fifth-round pick because you know, injuries are going to happen in the playoffs, and you want to be slotting those guys in rather than you know, Cole, not, 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 not to use, take Cole Swint in vain, but like you want to Chari and, and Vitrano over Cole Swint when injuries come into play. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure they do. But when you look at the money they're making, what was that a combined $5 million in cap space? Yes. Uh-huh, okay. Yes. Yes. Now if like, if, yeah, if, you know, just, just to use the name Claude Giroux, if you're bringing Claude Giroux's cap it in, you've got to move money out and that requires you to send out Vitrano or Achari or something. But I'm just saying like, if the option is get a fifth round pick or do nothing, you do nothing and use them as self rent. Yeah, I don't think they would. They would. They would trade those guys for a fifth round pick. I, you know, the Panthers. You know, the Panthers are buyers this year, pal, not not sellers. <laughs> that's what wow. I said. I'm not used to this, George. Team trades a Vetrano for a fifth round pick, unless you need that cash so bad. Yeah, they, if they send Frank Vetrano to Winnipeg for a fifth round pick, or a fourth round pick, or third, whatever it is. For, for a pick, that means something else is coming. That's just a money. That's just a and a, know, and a roster spot. We're talking about how right. important that roster spot is to the Panthers right now. If they move somebody like a Vetrano or an Achari, that opens up a roster spot, which isn't the reason why I could see it happening. Well, don't forget, after the trade deadline, you can have more than twenty three players on the roster. You just can't exceed the, the cap. So, um, for for the Panthers. You know, the more cash they can can square up if they're at 20, you know, 21, 22 players at, at, you know, at the at they want to probably be at around 21 players if they're going to acquire two because at three o'clock on trade deadline day, then you can go over it. But that doesn't mean you can acquire extra players before then. You still have to be at the 23. That's true. So speaking of that, that deadline, so, so the Panthers might get a lot of injuries <laughs> on that West Coast trip as well. There might be a, there might be quite a few players on the injured reserve after that game in Anaheim. Oh shoot! Oh man, what the heck happened? Somebody's on IR. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> well, hopefully they can clear some uh, clear a little bit of that space because we know that uh, there are some big names out there uh, on the block for the Panthers. Uh, who are they talking to? Who are they talking about? We know the kinds of positions. Uh, the, yeah, they're that going they're looking defense. for, but I mean, yeah. look, look at okay. the defensive and that's it. I mean, yeah, they, maybe they add a forward here or there, but they've got plenty of those. I mean, like you said, Cole Schwent, you can bring in Saran Noel. I mean, they, they've got Owen Tippett can come back and probably will come back if he's not dealt. Uh, in fact, he will be, if he's not dealt, Owen Tippett will be on this team. Um, 
you know, so they're looking for defensive help. I, I, I just don't see them going out unless it's a gigantic name at forward that they can squeeze in here. Yeah, I could see that, but you know, other than that, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be I mean, moderately surprised. Although you never can tell with the Panthers, you never know what what Bill Zio is going to do. What do we think the timeline is for a move? Do you think that they're looking to add somebody now? Do you think they're looking to add somebody like right at the deadline, or maybe just like when they get the price they want? I think when they get the price they want. I, I don't think Bill Zito is the kind of guy that's going to try and predict what the market will bear. Um, but we haven't seen any deals yet, so we really don't know what things are going to go for. Um, we still have what three weeks, roughly. Um, yeah, about about three weeks tonight, right? No. Yeah, I think it's the twentieth, right? 20th, so it's the twenty-first. So it's that Monday. It's okay, that so Monday. nineteen yeah, days. So two days. Yeah, three weeks from Monday. Um, you know, and the Panthers have that West Coast trip. Um, you know, it depends. If you bring in a player from Canada that's a Canadian, then you then you, you're missing a week with them because of the because of the the the, the work visa thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that they would do anything before that road trip, but you never know. I mean, but hmm. most of the deals come within the, you know, that five day window between, you know, the end, but, but between the deadline. Okay. Yeah. One thing I'd really like the NHL to do is move that deadline up. The NBA did it recently where they put their deadline like a week before the all-star game. So your rentals, like you actually get something sure. out of your rentals and it also lets players relax that all-star weekend. Like, you don't have to worry about being traded. You've already been moved. I really think the NHL should. Have and that it as gives well. the, the team that's trading your guy, you get more value because you're like, hey, you're getting 30 games, 35 games out of player X as opposed to, you know, 15, 15 to 20. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I know that was part of our contention with the Bennett trade last year was like, oh, maybe you get 15 good games out of them because it's a deadline acquisition. And that worked out okay. Yeah, we've been we're just loud wrong on Sam Bennett. Look, so again, you gotta Bennett take your lumps. It, it, it took Bennett what a week to get to the team. Yeah, yeah, because he was a Canadian playing for a Canadian team. He didn't have a U.S. work visa, so um, again, it was take about a week. Yeah, not 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 to bring up Yuri Hoodler, but I remember when it was him and uh, someone else. From Teddy Purcell. Teddy Purcell were acquired both from Canadian teams. The Panthers played. They were both Calgary, played a game. Yeah, I think played a game in the U.S. So they couldn't play, played a game in Canada. So they were able to play and then came back to the U S and weren't able to play again. And I was just like, this is so messed up. Well, Alex, you're a lawyer. Why wouldn't you want to bring that up? That was a good trade. Why wouldn't you want to bring that up? That was a decent (laughs) trade. It wasn't bad. It's an upstanding gentleman. I I Uh, think they both scored goals in game one against the Islanders. I don't know. I think that's right, actually. Ursel did, but I don't think Hoodler did. I think Hoodler. I don't know. I think they were, they played on the same line, so. That's true. When I first started the point to point blog, one of my first uh, article concepts that I was writing actually had a focus on Yuri Hoodler. That's, that's more uh, some PTP history for the listeners. I don't think I ever actually published that article. This day in PTP history. No, not this day. We're, we're going back to like August of 2016. (laughs) TJ, I'm not even sure I ever sent you that article to edit. I don't know. I think I kept that one to myself. (laughs) It was one of Dale Talon's last deals before, <laughs> before he, you know, before he came back. He got to be before he got kicked deals. upstairs and then came back. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Jacob uh, Kindle and all that. Yeah. Well, well Kindle oh, wasn't was him, really yeah. Dale Talon. That no, was Dale, Kindle these... wasn't. No, it was, uh, it was yeah. the Hudler. It was the person. Uh, yeah. 
Other than Purcell were talent. Kendall was, I Those think, were was the talents. computer boys. Kendall wasn't. And yeah. uh, who did they give away? Brandon Perry that they gave away for Yeah, the re-litigation re yeah. out. Wasn't his. Yeah. Let's I'm uh, Brandon Perry. Hope he's doing okay. What other weird middle six players can we talk about on this episode? We've got three already. Shane Harper. <laughs> Thomas Vanek? Uh <laughs> Thomas Vanek for a third was a solid. That was a that solid, was a solid trade. That should have worked out. Good guy, good player. Yeah, the guy could score. He had hands. He had terrific hands. I actually think that that trade happened. That might have been today, uh, four years ago or so, four or five years ago. So, so he did, here's did, a, did he score a goal with the Panthers? Yeah, he had a bunch of assists. He must like, have. Hold I don't on. know that he did. I think I he scored against he the Leafs in like a six to two win or something like that. There's no okay, way he didn't. Had, Vanek, Vanek he went a while for his goals. He yeah, he had oh a bunch my of goodness. assists. Thomas Vanek only had two points or two goals with the Panthers. Yeah, he <laughs> had like 20 games. assists, though. Uh, he had eight assists. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> that's 20 adjacent. So here, here's an actual substantive question about the 2021-22 season. Novel concept, I know. 2022? But, um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021-2022. So... Last, uh, not last season, but the season before that, we saw the Tampa Bay Lightning acquire a couple of players with one additional year on their contract. Do you think that's something Florida could potentially be looking at here? Or do you think they're going to be really just trying to get rentals in? I, again, I, I don't know. It depends what the market is going to bear. I mean, you know, it depends. I, I would think that, that Zito would like to have some get some players with some control because look at the guys they acquired last year. They ended up signing all of them. So um, I, I, I'm pretty sure they, they right. I mean, they Bennett, they recently, yeah. I mean, most of the guys that they acquired last year that, that, you know, either were restricted or unrestricted, they kept. So yeah, Brandon Montour and, 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 and Bennett. Um, so yeah, I think that, that they, they always like, if they like a player, um, they're going to want them to come with at least a little term or some team control being RFA. So uh, we'll see. I mean, this team's going to really be up against cap up, up against the cap next year. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens, but uh, so, so maybe with, with next year in mind, yeah, maybe he is just looking for rentals. It, it's yeah. very possible that he's like, we don't have any room on next year's team. So we're not, you know, no, I was saying anyone with control has to be on a really team friendly deal. Like a, uh... Like like Blake Coleman or you know a two year one million AAV deal where yeah. you something like that yeah. in still or yeah, some, you know. there's some like what Perver Hagee got last year yeah you know, the two year deal and yeah one of the only or, people that I saw that really like fell into that category was Scott Mayfield who is a right handed defenseman so I'm not sure they would be looking at him but like a totally different kind of player than Brandon Montour like Brandon Montour for all of his offensive skills a little bit of a defensive liability you could put in. Scott Mayfield would be a little bit better defensively has had a, a couple of good playoff runs here with the Islanders as well. So maybe I would say one, one key difference between Montour and Mayfield is Montour has never injured Barkov. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, you'll have to see, I mean, it is, are the Islanders looking to get rid of Mayfield? I mean, you know, I know that, you know, the Islanders are out of it, but you've got Lou, Lou doesn't like to, you know, to, to make deals really i mean we'll have yeah. to wait and see i mean i i, I don't know he I especially mean, doesn't like letting go of uh those big rough and tumble type guys yeah i mean he you know he's he, you know he, he may not say it but he's already looking ahead to next year and the year after that so you know that doesn't 
uh, I'm thinking the Islanders kind of like him, so I don't even know if he's available. So yeah, I saw rumors that Cal Clutterbuck was on the block, and I'm like, there's Uh-oh, no Christ. way that Lou's willing to break up that most overpriced fourth line in hockey. Like, also, who's coming in with sense. a who's coming through the door with a great offer for Cal Clutterbuck, making three and a half million dollars to score like five goals a year? I don't see. I don't, no, I don't, see I don't either. Peter Shirelli is not the GM of a team anymore, so probably nobody. And that's heartbreaking <laughs> as a fan of a team that does not have Peter Chiarelli as their GM. Yeah, but listen, you've got Arizona still, and Arizona is going to be, uh, you know, really desperate to hit the, the, the salary cap floor next year. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Because they've got what? What, what? what does Arizona have right now? Six players under contract for next year? Yeah, something I think that's sort? right. So, yeah. Really? And one of them yeah. is Jacob Yeah, it's Chikrin. really bad. And one, one of them, them is Jacob Chikrin. Chikrin. Yeah. What do you think, George? Is Chikrin getting moved? Yeah, yeah, he's getting moved. I don't know if it'll be this year or at the draft, but I think he is getting moved. Um, you know, there's just <laughs> his salary doesn't even really help the, the Arizona Coyotes. He's got such a good deal at four million dollars. They need they need guys that are making five, six, seven to help them out. So, so what you're uh, saying yeah, is, I, I think they're going to get it. I think they're going to get a nice haul. I don't think that they're getting Jack Eichel um, return for chick, but I think they will get a really nice return, especially at the draft. I think if Arizona, you know, Arizona should wait till the draft. That's my opinion. With with Arizona. I don't understand. They appear to be using him in a third pairing role. Like if they want to trade him, why don't you let him play power play one, like show what he's got. So some team like wants to get him. I don't get it. You're asking me to explain what Arizona does. No, no, no. I'm just commenting. Arizona. I know, I know you're listening, Arizona hockey operations. (laughs) Put this man on the top pairing. Let us see what he's got. Arizona's got some wacky stuff going on. I'm not even talking about off the ice. So, you know, yeah, it's just a weird situation there. And and everybody wants out, you know, we'll see what happens. What you're saying is future Arizona Coyote, Patrick Warnquist. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, we were talking about that today, this morning, actually. I mean, you you could you you might be able they might need a guy like that. When you look at his salary, it would definitely help the Panthers out. The Panthers need to clear some space next year. I mean, you've got and he has no trade protection. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he does. I don't think he does. Once he came to Florida, he waved it to come to Florida. I think once you wave it, you, you don't have it anymore. I think yeah, I thought, Florida, I thought rid of that, they got rid of that loophole. Yeah, I think I think you but, I, I thought you could you could only like if you wave it once in a season, you can't then use it again. Okay, that I, season. I, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. It, so yeah, I could be wrong. Over. That's just no. I yeah. don't. I don't even know because it hasn't come up yet. Um, He's modified and, NTC, and I know Arizona's on. Bill Zito hates doing stuff like that. Bill Zito loves a guy like Hornquist. Bill Zito talked Hornquist into coming here in the first place. Um, but this team, this team needs needs money next year. And uh-huh. I mean, they've got six million dollars in dead cap space, and then and you've got a ten million dollar Barkoff deal. So, yeah. but yeah, let's get out early ahead of this one. They like they have to move that money. Like, I'm sorry, I know he's the quarterback of the locker room. I know he's the spiritual leader of the team. It just doesn't work for next year. The, the 5.3 million is going to be worth so much to them. And it's not really like right now, such a huge need to clear he's that already a fourth line. Like they're not using him above the fourth line regularly. Occasionally but he, he gets to shift on not, the second line, it, but like, if he still has that no trade, there's no way Arizona's. It, it's, right. it's 18 yeah. now. 
So Arizona's probably one of the eight, but maybe he waves Unless to go you there. Unless you talk him into it, hey, bud, look at yeah, this. Yeah, they, they talked Antoine be... Strawman into it. They did talk Antoine Strawman into it. That's true. They did. And for the with the same reasoning, you're going to be – you're going to have a much bigger role there. You're, you could be the captain of the Arizona Coyotes, bud. But I don't know. They may not want to do it. They, You know, they – <laughs> I'm telling you, Bill Zito doesn't like doing that kind of stuff. He doesn't like – I know he talked them into it, and then they love him and, and all that stuff. But there is money they got to find. They got to find money next year. Yeah. If I'm doing my math right, Arizona has about $35 million in salary cap next year. Not right. not cap space. They, they, they are right. spending oh. about $35 million right. against the cap with the current roster. That so they, they could, they could for trade for Russell Westbrook. I think they have enough space for Russell. <laughs> the first interleague trade. I think they would do it if they could. They would figure out a way to get first and second round pick from the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, it would be really interesting to see how that would work. Um, the the intersport draft pick trade. That would that would be very interesting. TJ, can you write uh, an article about that? Maybe, maybe like save that for an April Fool's article. Yeah, like fan fiction or something like that. Yeah, just, it's like what would happen if on I'll, on April first. I'll, I'll get the legal take from Alex, and the legal take would be, "What is this nonsense?" <laughs> yeah, use Marlin players to bolster the Panthers roster because they're already a dumpster fire. Yeah, there Oof. you go. Honestly, shout out to Jazz Chisholm. Uh, what else we need to talk about with George? Why the big the game hunting, are right? winning the Stanley Cup? Yes. What happened? Goal. Why, are the why, don't we talk about, the why don't we talk about a goalie trade? Are they going to get another yes. goalie? Because Jonas Johansson doesn't seem to be trusted very much. Yeah, he doesn't, does he? Um, but we'll find out if they play him this week or ne- you know, next week. You got to think Bob goes, you know, Bob definitely goes Thursday um, and, and mm-hmm. you know, probably Saturday against Detroit. Yeah, I'd be surprised um, if he didn't. And then, and then you got the back-to-back again, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. That, that's where we'll see what they do. Um, yeah. Uh, do they trade for a goalie? No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got, mm-hmm. you got, you got, you got, you got Spencer Knight. That's true. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't sent, he wasn't sent to Charlotte as a, uh, as a demotion. I mean, they just don't have the roster space. They just don't have the roster space and you know, uh, they were try. They tried carrying three goalies as long as they could, and then they just couldn't do it. Anymore. They're they're not going mean, to complain carry, when they could carry three goalies. They did. They're not so going to complain about as... getting him some game time in the AHL. Also, right, right. He's getting his playing time in there. So, so it seems like he's having a really interesting time in the A. He's he basically goes back and forth between being totally lights out and getting pulled. Right. Yeah, like give it. Give me about a minute. And uh, I'll be able to tell you about what's going on in this game because uh, let's just say it's going well for Spencer in this game so far. Well, that's good. Uh, he's got no hitter going. Yeah, let's put it that way. Not anymore, George. Well, no, he said no hitter, not the other word, which ah, we do not okay. say. Oh, so this is where intersport uh, terminology <laughs> is actually allowed. You can say no, no hitter for uh, a goalie, and you can say the S word for a pitcher. 44 yeah, saves, by to, the way. Going back to Jonas Johansson, you might want to, you might, if, you, if you're worried about him being picked up, and, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know the inner workings between the, uh, I don't know the inner workings of the, of the goalie department because we don't get to talk to him. So I don't know what they really, 
all feel about Johansson other than they, you know, they seem to like the kid. He's got big size. They've liked him in the past. Um, you might, if you think he, he might get claimed um, and that's the reason you're doing this, you might want to do it now because if you do it after the trade deadline, he definitely will get claimed because teams yeah. don't have ro- roster restrictions. So, Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, I personally don't know what they see in Johansson other than the fact that he's big, but whatever. The reality is you need someone that can, you need someone to be a backup while you're using uh, Spencer Knight's roster. Yeah. Spot. I mean, there's somebody there for practice. He's taking, you know, he's out there all the time. He takes a lot of shots, you know, he's filling the role, but, you know, we saw it Thursday. I mean, it was not good. It was not good. Like there were goals. He was not even close to making. And I, he was know, out of position. Like step slow. Close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving him credit. I, what did he give up in that game? Six. No, they got, they got an empty netter. So he gave yeah, him so five. Gave him five. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, giving five him the to of the doubt on one. There was one that was tipped in front, but he was so out of position on that. I don't even think it needed to be tipped. I think the only one you give him the benefit of the doubt on is the um, the line, line angle to, to open open the game. Yeah, to open the scoring for Columbus. I think that's the only one. But like he didn't anticipate rock. it well. He didn't anticipate like how, I didn't how see a far, single. Right. How close? How far off was he on that one? I mean, it was not it was a single like an redeeming empty net thing. goal when it shouldn't have been an empty net goal. Yeah, uh, a competent NHL goalie at least makes an attempt on that save. I'm not saying. He should have stopped it because no, you know, no, it's no, a one timer no, no. from a, one of the best shooters. In the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was like he didn't even make a passing attempt at coming close to it. And then he also gave up softies. Like we can complain about you know all the softies that uh that Bob has given up, especially this week. He gave up some real softies, but he still at least makes some lights out saves. Yeah. That that tell you, okay, this is redeemable, even though we all know he's overpaid at 10 million. There's still redeeming qualities. Johansson, like I saw nothing there. Listen, you, hey, I've said this before. Sergey asked for 10 million. The Panthers gave it to him. So, yeah. Well, let's let's, let's clarify that. Dale Talent gave that to him. Did he? I have an update. About when they got the shutout. Hey. All right. Hey. Now we can say it. Good. Forty-four job, saves. Well, there that you go. Is Spencer a Knight. shutout. Red hot. That was it is scary. it is weird the season yeah, he's having. I mean, it's, he's having a typical AHL season. I think down there. Yeah, yeah five like goals a, one night, shut out the next. Yeah. Yep, totally, totally. One goal, eight goals. Yeah, friend of the show. He was on the last episode. Good, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. I like him yeah. a lot. Very calm, cool, collected. I know he's twenty years old. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you gotta get no." The, the, the kid can handle the pressure. He, yeah, he's he's very thoughtful. Yeah, he'll be fine. George, I know you said defense, 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 but there's so many links to the Panthers and the Flyers. Panthers have had a scout at pretty much every Flyers game in the past couple of weeks. Yep. Flyers had two scouts at the AHL game tonight. I, I I can't think of a defense when the Flyers are looking to move that the Panthers would want. They maybe they maybe they're just one outscore everybody and they're going with Travis. I, I don't know. They're probably they're bringing they're 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 trading for Keith Yandel. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is the Panthers aren't going after Yandel. Uh, I mean, I guess they Rass- better not be going after Ristolainen. Yeah. Ristolainen is in, is in the oh. Ben Sherratt territory for us. I think, I think, the, oh, no, he's in. I, he's I think in. there was some talk about Ristolainen last year with Buffalo, but um, George, no, bad but George. I don't, I don't think they would make that deal. Though. Good. Oh my God, there is not a defenseman on the market that I want less than Rasmus Ristolainen. 
I would rather have Ben Chirot. And I'm, I, I think I've made my feelings about Ben Chirot pretty clear on this show. I still think that's who the Panthers are going to get. Oh, George. Oh, good. This is the <laughs> analytics podcast, George. I'm just telling you. Hey, how about the analytics of goals against, which Ben Chirot does not do well on? Is that, is that a fancy, too fancy a stat for you? Oof. <laughs> he also draws a penalty. He also takes a penalty every other game. And did he, did and he that, last year? What was it? What yes, was it? Look at he actually did. Last year. Okay. His number, his play, his penalty numbers actually increased in the playoffs last year compared to the regular season. Yeah, like there's wow. a lot of a lot of confirmation bias when it comes to Ben Sherratt's playoff performance last year because he is large and was in a Stanley Cup final recently. I mean, um, yeah, like speaking of Risto, like NHL GMs cannot give up on him because he's big. Like right. he's never shown anything anything ever at the nhl he, level he, he had like two good seasons he did not have day. two good seasons he, he did had, he had two seasons where he wasn't horrible okay that's let's fair. not fight in front of our guest <laughs> we'll, see debate. we'll see what happens there is there is one flyers defenseman that i would want the panthers to go after and that is travis sanheim yeah but i don't that. i don't know why philadelphia would trade travis sanheim well he's two yeah, years away not- from being ufa yeah, they're not moving him. Provorov's not getting moved. Sandheim's not getting moved. Provorov sucks too. I I, I would not want Provorov. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the defenseman, they're not trading. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, like maybe Justin Braun, but I wouldn't give up much for him. Wait. He could be available cheap. Kevin Connaughton. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't need a scout to tell you about Kevin Connaughton. Yeah, I think, they, I think they got some intel on him. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely not looking at him. I would be fine with Justin Braun too, to be honest. Like, how's his contract situation? I think he's it's like pretty. UFA. It's pretty cheap, and he's a pending UFA. That wouldn't be a bad way to go. Pending UFA, one point eight against the cap. Hey, Justin I mean, Braun is an option. Yeah, he's in the class of like the Calvin DeHans and the Scott Mayfield. Right. It's like you, you know, you can play Braun as a number four shutdown guy. And the, get, the is issue like is fine. again, he's also a right shot D, which the Panthers already have four of. The issue is the issue with the Panthers is any defense you bring in is almost certainly replacing Lucas Carlson, so it has to be a left shot guy because you cannot go into the playoffs with five right shot defensemen on the ice. You just can't do it. You need some balance. Oh, they got a lefty. They got a lefty from Finland. So. That's true. Yeah, maybe that yeah. guy's going to be replacing Lucas Carlson. Who knows? Right. But what I'm saying is, anyone who comes into the lineup on D has to be a left shot defenseman, or has to be a really good right shot defenseman. Where you're fine sending Radko Gudis or Brandon Montour to the press box. You know who's a left shot defenseman for the Flyers? Keith Yandel. Yandel. Travis Sanheim. That's true. <laughs> I was like, I, I was debating whether to go the joke route or the actual answer that I want route. Well, because we're all professionals here. I'm glad you went the the, the professional. Ah, uh, yes, us professionals. Yeah, the consummate professionals over here. Uh, speaking of left hand defensemen, uh, George, any thoughts on the possibility, or if you think it would be a good fit for Mark Giordano to come down to Florida? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, he's obviously available. If Seattle is going to trade him, does Seattle send him back to Calgary, though? I mean, I think that's the that's where he wants to go. I think Calgary would like to have him back. I think that I think Seattle would hook that up. Um, although, who knows what Seattle does? Because you know, we we talked about that at the, the expansion draft, so we don't really know what they're thinking. Uh, if you listen back to that episode, um, 
So I don't know. That would, was... would it be a good idea? Why not? I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, the cap hit's going to be a problem. Um, but, but, you know, he's a, he's an experienced guy, good leadership guy, you know, I mean, if you can do it, sure. I, I don't know that he wants to come here necessarily if, if a deal could be made with, with Calgary, but you know, that's, I think what you're kind of dealing with now. I think Hamfis Limholm is probably, if, you know, if Anaheim decides to make him available, that's the guy you go and get on defense. Yeah. But if the Jacob chicken team isn't doable. I yeah. would be extremely happy if we got Lindholm, but and like we we've gone over we went over this last episode uh, that we were all together for I I believe because I mentioned Lindholm and TJ made the point that like Anaheim's not gonna sell they're they're gonna go for it yeah I mean they may as well they've got a new but 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 they do have a new general manager mm-hmm. um, this who, is a good who, who, has, who, who has the safety of he doesn't have to I mean if he doesn't think this team is a contender for the Stanley Cup and he can make some deals at the deadline and get that team better um I mean what are the what are the Ducks going to be third place in the Pacific a wild card I mean yeah anything can happen in the or miss you know so if he thinks you know uh, if he you know this is a guy that that, that, that has worked in Tampa Bay under under Yeiserman uh, Iserman and in Detroit you know, so he, you know, he wants to build. He wants to build Anaheim, and they've got some really good young pieces. Oh, so. yeah. That is but, a fun team. But he also knows he was also in Detroit, where Detroit's got some nice young pieces, but they haven't won anything yet. Sometimes you need, you know, you need to taste a little bit of winning. So I don't know. I don't know what Anaheim's going to do. I could have that, sworn I read a quote from Verbeek saying he was not going to lose his UFAs for free. I think so I, I saw think the same thing. Okay. So well, he, he's going to take a swing at – you know, wrapping, you know, trying to get guys signed. And if they don't sign, they go on the block. That's my thought. We have gone way too long. We have abused your generosity, George. Uh, we got to plug you Florida hockey. Now uh, I'm just going to unilaterally say, we'll give away another Florida hockey. Now subscription. We'll figure out something on Twitter. Yeah. We'll give another year long subscription out for, as a thank you for all of, all of what you've done for us, George, all the times you come on the podcast. Sure. Uh, what thank do you want to plug? What, what do you want to plug today? FloridaHockeyNow.com. Florida Hockey it's now. your Com. one-stop shop for Florida Panther Hockey News. FloridaHockeyNow.com. That's it. You can follow me on Twitter at George Richards. Uh, Colby D. Guy, at, at Colby D. Guy, our, our other writer at FloridaHockeyNow.com. Follow him and uh, the YouTube channel, Florida Hockey Now, at YouTube or whatever. We're going to get that thing cranking. Awesome. When, when, when are you it. starting your Twitch stream to show you playing Pokemon? Uh, what was the thing I was about? Told we were talking about an orange. Uh, Fue Coco. What was it? Fue Coco. Fue Coco, my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> George, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you. As Goodbye, always. everybody. Goodbye. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.